You're listening to episode 95 of the Food Biz Wiz podcast. Thank you for joining today. So in today's show, I am recapping my biggest aha moments that I had as I emceed the Natural Products Business School last week. So for those of you who missed it, you are going to get the Cliff's Notes version of what went down during this two-day virtual educational event. It was totally for emerging food and beverage brands. And I'm going to talk through the key themes that our presenters and panelists shared with our audience. Natural Products Business School has historically been an in-person event hosted by New Hope the same week as Expo West and Expo East. And I have been fortunate to be a part of it for the past few years. I was really honored to be on stage for, for two days last week. And I was thrilled that they said yes when I pitched the idea of the recap on my podcast, and I was even more excited when they told me that the recordings of the sessions would be accessible even after the event. I'm going to share more details on how to access those later in the episode, but for now, let's get right to those three themes. You're listening to Food Biz Wiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. I'm so excited to share the news that BrandCamp, my free five-day workshop for food and beverage founders, is coming back on Monday, June 7th, and registration is now open. Jumpstart your sales with five days of quick online trainings. I have had thousands of brands take BrandCamp in the past, and the success that you can find in less than 10 minutes a day is simply incredible. Register for free in the show notes or at takebrandcamp.com. You are going to be one step closer to gaining more shelf space and having higher sales once you do. I'll see you soon in camp. Okay, my whizzes. As I said in the intro, today's show is going to give you a high-level overview of the most important themes that came up over the two days of Natural Products Business School and some key insights on how you can use that knowledge to grow your own business. The three themes that came up on literally every panel or every presentation were the themes of mindfulness and founder health, the theme of the shift towards diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility in our natural products industry, and the importance of community, mentorship, and continued learning for food founders. I bet you're not surprised by those three themes, but I'm excited to talk more about them and where they came up in conversation. First, the theme of mindfulness and founder health, both physical and mental, came up again and again. One of the things that I love so much about New Hope, the organization behind Expo West and Expo East, so you know, two of the, the biggest trade shows in the natural products industry, is their focus on healthy people and a healthy planet. I've seen this both in at their in-person events, and it's now been recreated across their virtual events as well. So for example, we started off both days with a really beautiful 10-minute grounding practice from Susan Shea. She's a mindfulness teacher with over 25 years of experience. Now, I know that not all of my listeners are the meditation type, 
And that's just fine. But Susan's message went well beyond just sitting and breathing. Although there was a little bit of that too. So she talked about how we as busy food founders, as busy business owners and managers and CEOs, we can easily get burnt out when we focus all of our attention, all of our anxiety, all of our worry on the things that we can't control in life. When I think about that with our retail ready students, I see founders who stress about whether or not the buyer has opened your email or whether you're getting the right leads from Range Me and if it was worth your investment or whether or not the right buyer is going to pop into your virtual booth or whether or not that buyer is actually going to taste the samples that you dropped off. And I always remember or remind myself and remind retail ready students we can't control other people, period. <laughs> but you know what you can control? You can control yourself and your actions. You can control your sales pitch, for example. You can control your follow-up sequence. You can control your promotional plan. You can control your buyer communication rhythm. You can control how prepared you are for a virtual trade show. You can control how you use the great press that you received, right? <laughs> On and on and on. There are so many things that you can control as a founder, but it's really easy to stay focused on the things that you can't control. So this time with Susan on both days was a reminder that we as founders and business owners can control some things and we can't control others. And the more we can, the more we embrace the fact, that fact, the more we can in, avoid burnout and anxiety. We also heard this sentiment echoed by two other leaders in the industry who I respect. So first, we heard this from Zoe Feldman, the director of the Chobani Incubator, while she was in conversation with Asha Abulesha, she who's the CEO and founder of Mason Dixie Foods. Zoe shared her experience learning to say no to things over the past year throughout COVID and how crucial it's been for her to balance balance that as she's an influential networker and a community-driven leader in our industry. So as someone who wants to help people all the time and assist them in navigating our industry, Zoe's asked for favors, mentorship, introductions, and a host of other things all the time, right? I mean, Zoe, <laughs> if you're listening, let me just say, I hear you on this one. If only we could help every person who pops into our inboxes, but at some point there are just so many hours in the day. And I know it's easier said than done to say no. And I know that if you are listening to this podcast, you are probably a helper in this world. But I also know that burnout is real and women in particular are pulled in a million different directions and that you and your downtime, you and your mental health matter. I was literally applauding in my office behind the scenes during Natural Products Business School when Zoe lectured the audience on the importance of balance as a founder. So if you are nodding along and you're like, yes, Ellie, I know. <laughs> I know this. I've heard this before. I just can't make it happen. Then I'm going to point you to a previous episode of the podcast, episode 16, back in the early days of Food Biz Whiz. It's called Just Say No. It's one of my favorite past episodes, and it is totally worth a listen if you haven't tuned in already. I'll link it here in the show notes. So from here, we also heard this from Vanessa Pham, the co-founder of AmSam. 
So I had the privilege of moderating a keynote talk with her as we wrapped up the second day of Natural Products Business School. And she mentioned how one of the the biggest factors in her success over this past year has been managing her mindset and investing in personal coaching so she can be the best leader for her growing business and her growing team. I loved it. this. I loved this so much. I mean, so often we think we just have to hustle and grind it out day in and day out in our businesses. And while there is a lot of that in our industry, it's equally as important to manage our mindset, our energy, and our health as founders. So I referenced this, I've referenced this a few times on the podcast and inside of Retail Ready, but I have been trained by the Coactive Training Institute, having gone through their coaching program so that I can coach food founders on some of these mindset sticking points that are so crucial to identity, to identify and to move past, right? So I did a, some of you may know this, but I I think it's worthwhile to share that I did a lot of research uh, to find a certification program that felt aligned with my values of diversity, equity, and inclusion in the coaching industry. I mean, on a side note, talk about another industry besides CPG that is pretty darn conservative and and white. Um, And Coactive Institute, the Coactive Training Institute, I was impressed by them because they actually provided certification through a, a very rigorous curriculum through hundreds of hours of required training over about a year long period and required mentorship and a whole lot more. So I mean, did you guys know, (laughs) you might know this, that most coaches have absolutely no certification and no formal training. It's a completely unregulated industry and truthfully, anyone can call themselves a coach. So it felt really important for me to get my certification from an organization that has been around for 30 years and is seen as the progressive leader in the industry. Anyway, so I wanted to do this so that I could show the world. So I could show you guys that I took this seriously. I wasn't just like slapping on the label of coach on myself without being trained to do so. So anyways, enough about my coaching certification. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching with a focus on founder mindset, let me know. So you guys likely know that I don't do any one-on-one consulting anymore as I'm fully focused on my retail ready students, but I am excited to say that I'll be taking on a very limited number of one-on-one coaching clients later this year. So get at me. If you are a founder who is at the point where you know, you've got to get out of your own way and you want my support enabled in, in order to do so. So you'll hear me start to talk more about this. Um, talk more about my next level offering of one-on-one coaching again, coaching, not consulting in the next few months under the name, under the program name, CPG CEO. I settled on that name because I know that coaching can help take you to that next, that, that CEO level help. It can help you have that CEO mindset for your food business. And that's really what's going to take you to the next level. So anyways, I will link up cpgceo.com in the show notes. And if you're interested in learning more about, about that, when it launches later this year, click on through, drop your name and we will be in touch. So all that being said, I went off on a little tangent there for you guys. Uh, When Vanessa said that she had invested in coaching this past year, 
and she partially attributes that to her success. I was thrilled. It is time that our industry catches on to the secret behind most successful Fortune 500 companies. Investing in leadership coaching and personal development is key to developing leaders. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break right here for you guys, and I will be back in one moment after this episode's 30-second sponsor break. Hang tight. If you love the Food Biz Whiz podcast, you have to join me in Brand Camp. Brand Camp is my free five-day online workshop for food and beverage producers who are looking to increase their sales this year. We'll cover topics like e-commerce for brick and mortar sales, navigating a successful virtual buyer pitch, articulating your target audience, and a whole lot more. We start on Monday, June 7th, and we'll spend 10 minutes a day together, Monday through Friday, getting you set up to scale your food business. Register for free at takebrandcamp.com or directly in the show notes. I cannot wait to support you in Brandcamp. All right, we are back and I'm diving into the second theme that came up over and over again in day two of Natural Products Business School, and that's the theme of diversity, equity, and inclusion in our industry. Vanessa and I had a frank conversation about her experience being a 24-year-old, first-generation Vietnamese-American in an industry that is historically male, middle-aged, and white, and her having this goal of being loud and proud in the ethnic, quote unquote, ethnic aisle of the grocery store. She was sick of seeing these Asian condiments and flavors being diluted, their packaging being stereotyped with pandas and dragons on it, and simply, you know, as an afterthought in the American pantry. And she decided to change that with Amsam. So every single panel that we had over the past two days touched on the fact that now is the time for BIPOC founders in our industry. Now is the time for female founders. Now is the time for LGBTQ founders, retailers, brokers, distributors, and most importantly, consumers are looking for diversity in our food systems. Corey Ratom a category manager at Good Eggs, who I love so much, spoke on this in our state of the retail state of retail panel on day two, saying that now is the time to get your products on those shelves. So when you pitch to those buyers, tell them who you are and why you are deserving of this space. We talked about this a bunch inside of Retail Ready. Buyers are busy period. They don't have time to sleuth on your website and guess as to your race, gender, ethnicity, sexuality, or anything else that frankly, they can't even know accurately just by looking at you. If you are, say, a proud Black female founder, say that in the first sentence of your buyer pitch. If you are an Asian male who is selling the best CBD sparkling water on the market, shout that in your pitch. Just do it. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I feel I feel passionately about this. Just do it. It it is time. It has been time. It is, it's time to demand more from our retailers. And I was really happy to hear Corey say that, supported again by the other retailers on, on that panel as well. So a few of our 
beyond that, a few of our, our speakers and panelists spoke about their experience being BIPOC women in this space and how time and time again, it was harder to be taken seriously when you don't look like the other people in the room. So we had a panel on fundraising and Funlayo Alabi, the founder of Shea Radiance, spoke on the challenges that she faced as she looked for investors for her skincare line and the frustrations that she had about being met with skepticism because she wasn't someone who looked like she was deserving of funding. And so while this panel, I mean, I, I hate to say this part of it, this panel didn't have a quick solution, right? They did come together to agree that things are shifting in our industry. Money is being invested in women, in LGBTQ founders, and in BIPOC founders more than ever. It's slim, but still, it's shifting. One other thing that I think is worth mentioning is the fact that Natural Products Business School was more accessible this year than than ever. Typically, it's an in-person event and it's an add-on to Expo West or Expo East. So this year, however, it moved to a completely digital experience and we were we were able to reach people from all around the globe, including many people who had never been to Expo East or Expo West in person. And that feels like a win in my book. It is a fantastic way for us to be more inclusive and accessible as an industry. The price point was much more affordable and you didn't have to invest in flying across country just to come to the in-person show. You didn't have to pay to stay in a hotel or dine out for days or miss all that time at work just to come to an educational event. The fact that it was online made it much more accessible and I hope that we do see more of that in the future. So what can you take away knowing that there was this huge focus on the importance of highlighting and encouraging diversity in our industry? Well, a few things. So first off, if you identify in any of those categories, BIPOC, LGBTQ, female founder, founder, or any other group that needs more recognition in our, in our industry, I am here to encourage and support you and cheer you on. I want you to know that there is this huge community out there to to support you. Who supports you? From retailers, brokers, distributors, consultants, mentors, consumers. And it is your time to get access to the access that you deserve. But, and this is a big but, it always comes with a but, you've got to go out and take it. Just like I said, that you have to tell that buyer who you are so they know why to pick you up over some other condiment line that comes along. You have to stand up and take your space. There are so many of us who are here to help you do it, but obviously it's got to start with you. We heard that a lot throughout the past couple of days. On that note, I want to address the final theme that continued to come up at Natural Products Business School, and that was the theme of finding your people, connecting with a community, and learning from those who have more experience than you do in the industry. Pretty much every single panel highlighted this, and including one that was directly around this topic, hosted by my friend Jordan Buckner at Food Bevy. So he was in conversation again with Zoe Feldman of Chobani, Pete Brennan of Naturally Bay Area, and Wesley the Keeper of Akron Honey Company. 
And each of them emphasized that throughout their food industry career, networking and finding mentors and investing in their own continued education, whether that's attending educational events like Natural Products Business School, listening to free podcasts like this one, or getting accepted into an accelerator program like Chobani Incubator, or frankly, doing a course like Retail Ready, that that power of learning from others, from identifying your alleys and your cheerleaders, and reminding yourself over and over again that that continued learning is part of the entrepreneurial journey. Those are the things that help you help you get further faster. There was something magical about being at Natural Products Business School, even virtually, and being in this space with so many fellow food industry entrepreneurs, all working towards similar goals. It can feel so lonely in this industry. And every time I attend an event like this, I'm reminding, I'm reminded how powerful it is to reach out, even over the screen, and connect with someone who shares your passion. So all that being said, find your people, (laughs) invest in yourself, whether that's with time or through paid education, network, connect with fellow founders or actively search for a mentor. This industry is hard enough. Don't go at it alone. So on that note, I know that you heard from our episode sponsor, Brandcamp. I want to sincerely take a moment to invite you to join us in this free five-day online workshop starting on Monday, June 7th. I've taught this workshop for years, many, many times. We've had thousands of food founders go through it. And I'm always amazed, like truly in awe of how many aha moments and light bulb moments and connections are made in such a short amount of time. And you guys, I am truly serious when I say short amount of time. There are unlimited free resources out there to help you grow your brand. But what is limited is your time. Brand Camp takes 10 minutes a day for five days straight. And you don't have to devote hours and hours just to move the needle in your food business this quarter. Come and join us. You can find the free registration link at takebrandcamp.com or directly here in the show notes. Okay, my wizards, I am grateful for you. And I'm so, I was so grateful for the opportunity to have emceed Natural Products Business School with the new Hope team. So I remember being at Expo West uh, back when I was a grocery buyer for the first time in 2010. That was the first year that I went. And I was blown away by that show. I just, I can't believe here I am, like a little over 10 years later, and I was able to be on stage speaking to the attendees. I mean, life is, life is wild. So before I let you go, I know you might be wondering if you can access the recordings from Natural Products Business School, and you can. I told you that in the intro. So I will link the registration in the show notes here for you, and you can click through and find it. So as we wrap up, remember these three themes and think about how you can incorporate them in your day-to-day, focusing on mindfulness and founder health, the shift towards diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility in our natural products industry, and the importance of community, mentorship, and continued learning for food founders. I would love to see what steps that you are going to take after listening to this episode. So whether that's finding out more about one-on-one coaching with me through CPG CEO, maybe you'll sign the JEDI pledge for increased equity and inclusion in our industry. I'll link that again in the show notes, or maybe you're going to join me in brand camp. I hope you will. 
So thank you as always for listening today. I am excited to be back here next week with my friend, Sarah Wiener, who's the founder of the Good Food Foundation and the Good Food Awards. So we're going to be kicking off entry period together, and we are going to discuss what the Good Food Awards are who should enter, and what are the perks that come from winning. We're also going to drop a discount code for you guys um, for entry period in next, next week's episode. So make sure to tune in if you know that you're going to submit your products this year. Okay. So that episode is going to publish next Thursday on June 3rd. Have a good one and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.